verse number one. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Praise God. Praise God. I'm going to preach from uh, just a few moments tonight from this passage. And uh, we're just going to let the Holy Ghost talk to us tonight. I believe that our future is greater than our past. Where God has for us to go is greater than where we have come from or, or where, uh, where we may be right now. And uh, the Lord's going to continue to lead us. But uh, before, we, before we go into the word of the Lord, would you put your Bibles down? Let's lift our hands one more time to the Lord and just love him right now. Lord Jesus, I pray we would have ears to hear in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that your spirit would speak very powerfully to us tonight. Let your word be in my mouth as a two-edged sword. Hallelujah. That it would cut and divide between everything in my life. Hallelujah. Lord, I want to hear your word tonight. In the name of Jesus, clap your hands one more time to the Lord and give him praise. Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated tonight. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord came to Abram. I'm not going to preach something that most of you have not heard, um, at least to begin with here, but... uh, I believe that where God is taking us, there is, uh, there is a tremendous future. The Bible says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, uh, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Uh, the Lord has something greater for us and uh, a, a, a greater blessing ahead of us. But hear me tonight that um, it does not come without a cost. And uh, from the very beginning, God tells Abram uh, to get out from his country, to separate from where he was from, to separate from his family and from his father's house unto a land that I will show thee of. Before God brings us into the blessing that he has for us, we have got to get this. No matter what level you are in your walk with God, if you want to be blessed, the, the rule is the same. If you want a greater blessing, the rule is the same. There will come a separation at some point in time in your life from people that will hold you back from where God is wanting to take you. That is the uncomfortable part. That is the part that leaves us out there feeling like we're hanging out on a limb. And surely, surely this is how Abram felt That if I'm going to follow the voice of God, if I'm going to follow the leading of His Spirit and follow this voice that I felt like I heard, it's going to come at a great cost. He's going to have to leave the familiarity of his country. He's going to have to leave the comfort of his father's house. And God was going to make of him a great nation. Now it's it's reasonable to believe that if he would have stayed in his father's house, he would have received the inheritance that would have come down from his father. So therefore he had to forfeit what was going to come through his family and attached to what was going to come through the leading of the Spirit of God. 
You see, there is an inheritance. There is a heritage that can come through your family, whether you want to or not. There are things that come down through families. The Bible tells us, gives us just a little window into generational things that can flow from one generation to another. Let me ask you, what is the heritage you have waiting on you? What were the sins of your fathers and their fathers that would love to be passed down through your generation? That is the heritage that will be passed on from from one sinful generation to the other but when God calls you into out of darkness into his marvelous light it's the same thing of like Abram he calls you out of something because he wants to give you a brand new heritage he wants to give you a brand new inheritance he wants something to pass down through your family that would only happen if you follow the leading of his spirit Begin to think about the, the prodigal son that came to his dad and said, I want my inheritance now. And it, was, it, it is a parable. However, when you kind of dissect it and look at it for a, a young man, obviously immature and, 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 and caught up in the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh and wanting to do what the world would offer him, what he was not thinking about was that the longer you leave the inheritance in the hands of the father, the greater it grows. I used to tell my parents like five or six years ago, y'all need to buy you something nice. You know what? Just buy yourself something. You know, you deserve it. Now I'm like, no, just save it. <laughs> you don't need that. You don't need that. <laughs> the longer the inheritance rested in the hands of the father, and he took his inheritance early and, and probably dismissed the fact uh, uh, or, or, or was attracted to instant gratification and missed the fact that if he would have let stayed in the house with his father, that his inheritance would have been so much greater. Had time gone on, the wealth would have built and it would have compounded. You don't get everything up front. There's some blessings that God has in store for you, but you got to stay in the father's house in order to get your inheritance at the maximum value that you can. Oh, yeah, you can leave early and take a little bit of your inheritance. You can cut out on your own and do your own thing, and you have a little bit of the DNA of where you came from or a little bit of the inheritance, but you'll miss the compound entrance that only collects in the last few years before it passes on to you. You see, God's blessings get greater and greater. God's blessings are the greatest blessings of your life are not right now. God has something beyond and something ahead of you. And, and that's why we have hope. Uh, uh, and the world does not have hope. And, and as long as I live for God and stay in the kingdom of God and, and I am where I need to be, then there is a passing down of an inheritance or a heritage. And what God did for Abram, he called him out of his father's house because uh, uh, 
uh, the, the inheritance or his heritage would be very limited at best. He would, we would not have known his name and he would have lived and he would have died in Ur of the Chaldees. But God began to speak to him and began to tell him something. You're going to be the father of many nations. I know it's hard to grasp a hold of this. I know that there is a separation that happens first. But if you will trust me and you will separate and you will go where I am telling you to go, there is something far greater than anything you can imagine. But it is out ahead of you. And if you will separate from that which is not compatible with your future, then his blessings will be poured out upon you. And let me tell you that we will all encounter people in our life that as time goes on, they may have been good for a little while. They may have served a purpose for a short while. But then there comes a point where God says, okay, I'm done here. It's time to move on because I have something greater for you. It wasn't anything against his family, but his family could not help him any longer. The people that he lived with could not help him any further. And he calls him out of Ur of the Chaldees because he had something greater for him. I don't know how you feel tonight. I want the greater. I don't want to settle for just what, what will keep me surviving, live and die, and be a begat as far as the Bible is concerned. But I want the greatest blessing that I can have that I can possibly get from my Father. Praise God. Calls him out. He says, I will show you the land. He didn't even show him everything. There will never come a point where stepping out and following the will of God is coupled with all of the answers. It doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. It will forever, and I said this recently, it will forever be a walk of faith. But the peace of God will be with you. I can't trust every emotion in life, but here's what I can trust. And I've been talking about this a lot on Tuesday nights. The one emotion and feeling you can trust is the peace that passes all understanding. Praise God. When you're in the will of God, there's not anxiety there. When you're in the will of God, there's, there's not things that, there, that, that, are, that are tearing you up on the inside. There is perfect peace in the will of God. And I can tell you this, while Abram might have been worrisome about the future, and while he may not have known where he was going or how all of this was going to end up, I, I, I don't think for a moment that there was any less peace in his mind because he had heard a voice, and with the voice of God is the peace of God. Wherever the Prince of Peace is, there is peace. And God was speaking to him and his voice was there. And so while there may have been a lot of unanswered questions and a lot of, uh, 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 of things that he didn't know uh, uh, about in his future, the peace of God was there in his life because where the voice of God is directing you and you begin to follow the voice of God, the peace of God will be there with him. Calls him out. And, and, and it was a difficult thing because Lot goes with him, his nephew. And this phrase appears several times in Scripture. And Lot went with him. And Lot went with him. The Bible tells us that after being together for a little while, while they were family, there was, there was fighting between the servants of Lot and Abram. And they finally began to realize 
or maybe it was Abram that began to realize, I tried to bring some things along that aren't going to fit with my future. And so there is a necessary separation. This is a common theme in Scripture where there is a continual dividing. There was division from the very beginning. God divided the sea from the dry land. He divided the light from the darkness. He began to divide. As in his creation, there is a natural division that takes place at the right time. He didn't, the Bible, the Bible says he separated the sea from the dry land. He divided it. So it was there. It was just immersed. And God, in order to bring it, according to the way we would describe it, in order to bring it into being, he just had to do some dividing in order to get things in order. When it's time for God to remove somebody from your life, you've got to let them go. I, I know as uh, the same, my wife and I could probably share a lot of the same stories, but for periods of time in our life, there were people that, that God brought into our life. And they were good for a period of time. They were much like scaffolding on a building that's getting repaired or scaffolding around a building that's being built. I've gone to Washington, D.C. a few times. One of the times I went there expecting to see the monuments, and lo and behold, they were doing, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, the word's escaping me. Uh, not remodeling, but they were, yes, renovations. There we go. Thank you. Um, and you're expecting to see whatever monuments, and instead there's the scaffolding there, and it kind of ruins it, but, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, but the, uh, once they get everything fixed... The scaffolding will be gone. I think, didn't they have a, uh, they had an earthquake in D.C., I don't know, five or six years ago, seven years ago, and I think it's the Washington Monument uh, that was badly damaged, and they, they had to throw scaffolding up. They, it was going to take them a couple years to fix it, and uh, we came there right after that, and I'd forgot about it. And, and, uh, but once they get it all together, the scaffolding, which is necessary for a time, is not intended to be a a... a permanent part of the structure it has value but only for a period of time and and there comes a time where the scaffolding has got to be removed in order for the structure to be appreciated and used for its intended purpose and if we if we get stuck in life with being attached to the scaffolding what God intended to do through us will never ultimately be accomplished because we've gotten used to what is supposed to be a temporary thing in our life and couldn't move past it. And what God wants to do is God will allow people to come into our life for a period of time to serve a specific purpose, maybe for a little while, but then there comes a time for that scaffolding to be removed and, and, for, and for it to be gone. And, and, and I have experienced this in, in my life as well, relationships and friendships that God uh, has moved in and out of my life. And, and at, at, at times I thought they were going to be forever friendships. I thought that they were going to be forever relationships. And, and nothing soured in the friendship or the relationship. It's just that God moved my spirit on because they had accomplished that work that God had put them in my life for a period of time. And, and, and God was moving me on. It wasn't anything wrong with them or anything wrong with that scenario. But you've got to be 
be careful that you don't try to hang on to somebody or something that God just intended to be for a for a little while. And what God will begin to do is God will begin to naturally disconnect. I, I, I didn't have, it wasn't anything that was said. It wasn't any falling out. It wasn't anything of that nature. It's almost kind of like we lost a little bit of contact and 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 months turned into years and 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 it is what it is. We 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 talk every every now and then, maybe um, every few years, but but the the relationship has changed and and it's because God will move people in and God will move people out and we can't get too attached to where we are right now to miss where God is taking us. And God called him out of Ur of the Chaldees, but he had a little bit of trouble separating, so he took Lot with him. Then they start quarreling and they start fighting. And Abram's like, "Uh uh-oh, this ain't going to work. And he gives Lot the option. If you go this way, I'll go the opposite. If you go to the well-watered plains of Jordan, I'll go over here to the wilderness. And he goes to a place that it would take the miraculous hand of God to sustain him. And God is so patient. God is so kind that he puts up with our, sometimes, our inability to really make up our mind. But the Lord was patient and loving to Abram because he had a great plan for his life. He was taking steps in the right direction because God had a greater plan in front of him. And let me tell you tonight that God... It may, may separate us from some things, or se- there may be separation, but but God does not separate without an intended purpose to take you beyond and take you to a new place. From time to time, and from from uh, 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 from from space of time to space of time, God will move people in, and God will move people out, and and we've got to be willing and prayerful and plugged into the Spirit of God and the purpose of God, and 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 reliant upon His relationship, because part of the problem. Is Abram had not really learned to walk with God quite yet, so he needed somebody to come along beside him, and 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 God allowed the infighting to happen because God needed to separate Lot out of his life so he could have direct access to Abram with no other distractions in his life. And the problem is, is we can get people in our life that will just they're they're not they're not doing anything bad necessarily, but they can just distract us. They can just keep us from God having a clear line of communication to us and if you will allow the Lord to take certain things out of your life or remove certain people out of your life God is trying to have relationship with you like he has never had with you before and not just that he's trying to put something in your lineage that only God can do if he calls you out and if you obey Lord deals with this scenario in so many different ways throughout Scripture over and over again. The Bible says in Amos, there's there's little snippets here and there, precept upon precept, line upon line. Here a little, there a little. There are little windows into the truths of the things of God here and there. The Bible tells us in Amos 3 and 3, just a quick question in that Scripture. Can two walk together except they be Agreed? You can be friends with somebody and not be in agreement. But you cannot be laboring in the kingdom and not be in agreement. 
You cannot walk together. You cannot walk side by side and labor together unless you are in agreement. And the devil loves to paint that as division. But if there is not agreement in the truths of the word of God, it will cause confusion and there will not be progress. And so in order to, 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 make, to, to, to make progress, there must be agreement if we are going to walk together. And the truth of it is, is Lot and Abram could not walk together and be in agreement and make progress together because they both did not have the same desires in life. Uh, 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 Abram had a desire to follow the plan of God and to go wherever God would take him even if it meant him separating from that which was most precious to him but Lot never had a relationship with God Lot was always going to be the one that would drag him down Lot would not badmouth God but Lot simply would not talk to God he didn't have negative things to say about Abram's God problem was is he just didn't walk with God he wasn't desired to follow God he wanted to be hooked up with somebody that was hooked up with God so Lot had to had to had to go he had to they had to separate Abraham had to let him go I imagine the un, the, the the sense of loss in that moment when Lot and his folks head off in the other direction there's that empty feeling, I'm sure, in Abram's heart. And one more time, it's challenged even greater. Okay, God, if this is going to work, you're going to have to do it. It's going to be awfully lonely here. But God was trying to get him away from what he was comfortable with and what he had known and where he had always been because he wanted to birth something in him. He wanted to do something in him. So there's a separation. And you can get hooked up with the wrong people. The Bible tells us in Matthew 15 that if the blind lead the blind, they're both going to fall into the ditch. And you have, you have many times because of a lack of foundation and lack of direction and lack of, of, of consecration and commitment, you have blind leaders of the blind. Bible tells us how that ends up. You've got to have foundation and direction and consecration and submission and the voice of God speaking to you. If you're going to go where God wants you to go, if you're going to grow how God wants you to grow, you, you, you do not bear fruit until you put down roots. And you don't have a greater heritage, you don't have a greater, uh, 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 you don't become something greater than what, what is in your family outside of God performing a miracle and God imparting His blessing in your life. With outside of God, I will only be what is in my lineage, but God calls us out of darkness and into His marvelous light. And He calls us out because He wants to give us a brand new heritage. He wants to give us 
us a brand new uh, inheritance. He wants to promise us something, but you're not going to get what God has for you unless you are willing to separate from where you have come from, unless you're willing completely to cut ties and go where God is telling you to go. The, the, the Bible says that you cannot serve God and, and mammon at the same time. At some point, you've got to make a decision. You either get in or you get out. You are, uh, 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 Jesus says in the New Testament, you, you are either, because you're neither hot or cold, I will spew you out of my mouth. What he's telling them is because you are of no use, I will spew you out of my mouth. Hot and cold both serve a purpose. You've got a stove and you've got a refrigerator in your kitchen because hot and cold serve a purpose. What God was saying is you've got to be of value and of use. If not, you're going to be spewed out of my mouth. And God is looking for people that will be called out of where they came from and not just hear the voice of God and be called out, but he's telling you you have got to sever ties from where you came from because you will not be productive and you will not bear fruit until you want to have his inheritance until you want to have his heritage and you don't get God's blessings until you're willing to separate from everything I feel sorry for some folks just won't separate, won't make up your mind, want to live on the fence all the time, want to just live having the blessings of God and the blessings and the good time of my own will. But there comes a time where God's saying, unless you become useful to me, I am going to spew you out of my mouth. That's why Lot got separated from Abram. It's not that God didn't love Lot. It's that Lot was of no use in the ultimate plan of God. Lot was of no use in the ultimate purpose of God. So it was God that caused the infighting. It was God that caused them to clash under the surface. And it was God that caused them to be separated. Jesus. Let's stop for a moment and lift our hands to the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blind leading the blind. Let me tell you something about the will of God. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly of heart. Let me tell you something. There are certain things you will not learn until you get in the yoke. God's not going to teach you what to do and then you get in the yoke. You've got to get in the yoke. You've got to submit to the yoke. You've got to be linked up side by side with somebody that you're in agreement with and start pulling the load. And when you start doing that, that's when God is going to open your eyes to things that you've questioned for a long time. That's when God's going to reveal things to you about himself. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. 
but don't want to get in the yoke, don't want to pull the load, don't want to be shoulder to shoulder in an agreement. You can do your own thing if you want to do your own thing. That's up to you. But there's going to be revelation that you miss out on. There's going to be blessings that you miss out on. There's going to be things that God doesn't trust you with because you don't want to learn of him. And he knows you don't want to learn of him because you won't get in the yoke. Jesus, take my yoke upon you. When you're in the yoke, you're not in control. When you're in the yoke, you're not calling the shots. When you're in the yoke, you do what is passed down to you to do. And what determines whether you're not in agreement is is the production that gets done. But you've got to be willing to say, I'll let go of everything. I just want to be in the yoke. I just want to be a part of what God is doing. Position and and whatever doesn't matter. Nothing matters. I just want to be in the yoke. I just want to be where God wants me to be. I want to be in agreement. I don't want to be part of the blind leading the blind. I want to be in agreement, yoked up with somebody next to me, in agreement with somebody next to me, on the same page with somebody next to me. I haven't come to fight with you. I haven't come to argue with you. I haven't come to be more spiritual than you. I've come to be in the yoke with you. I've come to find the promise of God. I've come to separate from everything that is not like God and get his inheritance and his heritage in my life. Oh, let's lift our hands and love him right now. Oh, hallelujah. That's what I want. I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Let me tell you something. I'll take it a little bit further. There's a lot of pulpits in, 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 in mainstream Pentecost that they lower their standard so everybody can be in the yoke. They lower their expectations so they don't offend nobody. They're going to lower their expectations so everybody be on the same page. Well, I don't want to offend nobody, so I want everybody to be unified. I haven't come to preach that to you. The, 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 the pulpit does not lower the standard to please everybody. The pulpit does not lower the standard to get everybody in the in the yoke. No, you've got to obey the word of the Lord and make up your mind, I'm going to be in the yoke whether I like it or not. I'm going to get in the yoke and I'm going to pull the load. I'm going to be in agreement and when I do that, I'm going to learn of him. There's a fresh revelation of who Jesus is when you get in the yoke. There's a fresh revelation of who God is and what he's going to do in your life when you get in the yoke, when you get in agreement. Oh, let's clap our hands and worship God. Hallelujah. Take my yoke upon you. I know I don't have it up on the screen. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart. You don't get to learn about the gentle side of him until you get in the yoke. You don't get to learn about who Jesus is until you get in the yoke. You don't get the blessings of God as you're meant to receive them until you cut ties with everything and everybody that is not in agreement with you. You've got to be willing to say bye-bye to everybody. You've got to be willing to cut everybody loose and 
look for those people that are willing to come side by side with you and say, let's do it together. Let's win souls together. Let's teach Bible studies together. Let's not argue. Let's not fight. Let's, let's be on the same page and be united together. Hallelujah. I want everybody to be in agreement. I want everybody to be in the yoke. But the truth of the matter is, according to Scripture, there are separations from time to time because that's not what everybody's looking for. Because I am serving His purpose, I am not in control. This is God's church, He calls the shots. His word calls the shots. And if I can't accept that, there will come a day where he spews me out of his mouth. God gave Abram good time. But he allowed some situations to arise in his life that started, that alarm bell started going off. Abram's like, okay, I get it. Some of you need to be like, okay, I get it. Didn't mean Abram didn't love Lot any less. He loved him. But he loved the purpose and the plan of God more. That's, that was his number one love. I love the purpose and the plan of God. And nobody likes to be alone. And nobody likes to be isolated. Nobody likes to be separated. Nobody likes to go through that uh, a, a scenario of, of things being taken out of your life that you had been so comfortable and used to. But hear me. There's an inheritance. God wants to give you his inheritance. But you've got to cut free. The Holy Ghost is talking to you tonight. I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to come down to this altar. If you felt the Holy Ghost speaking to your spirit right now, I feel the Holy Ghost is ministering to some people even right now in this place. I'm tired of the same old, same old. I've got, I've got to get a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. I've got to have a fresh anointing. Hallelujah. I've got to hear the voice of God in the name of Jesus. I've got to get rid of every voice in my life that would tell me not to. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want if you lift your hands to the Lord right now and lift your voice to Him all over this place. Lord, I want your inheritance. Hallelujah, Lord, I want the inheritance that you have for me. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, young people, it may cost you some friends, but God's got a greater blessing for you. Hear me tonight, it may cost you some relationships, but your inheritance is greater. Your heritage is greater. What God has for you is greater. Hallelujah. That's it. Lift your voice to the Lord right now. In the Lord, Lord, the cost is not too great. The cost is not too great.
Hallelujah. Reach over and grab somebody by the hand and put your hand on their shoulder right now. And let's pray one with another right now. Lift your hands and lift your voice to him. Oh, yes. There is a greater inheritance. Oh, there is a great heritage that is coming down through your lineage. There's something greater. There's something greater. There's something greater. There's something greater. I'm going to get in the yoke. I'm going to get in the yoke. I'm going to get in the yoke. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's it. Pray for somebody moving. Pray for somebody right now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No friend is worth missing the inheritance of God. No friendship or relationship is worth missing the presence of God and the plan of God. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Separate. Get that influence out of your life. Get that voice out of your life. Get that presence out of your life. Cut ties in the name of Jesus. Burn bridges in the name of Jesus. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Hallelujah. Oh, I know the separation is uncomfortable. The transition is uncomfortable. But there's an inheritance. There's a blessing. There's a blessing. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God called Abram out. Abraham didn't, he probably didn't realize this at the time, but everything that God would do in his life, it would take the rest of his life for God to do it. But God said to him, I will make of thee a great nation. You've got to give God time to make something out of you. Let God, God will. I've got to follow where he's leading me. And then I've got to give him time. I've got to give him time. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands to the Lord. The Lord's still ministering to people right now. Hallelujah. The Lord loves you tonight. He's speaking to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's speaking to you tonight. He's ministering to you tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, if you have the Holy Ghost, just pray in the Spirit right now. Let there be a flow of the Holy Ghost. In this place right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 